Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to a new episode of Field Days, an award-winning podcast about news and hot topics related to the Michigan Department of Corrections. Here are your almost witty hosts, Chris Gouts and Greg Straub. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Field Days Podcast. I'm Greg Straub, joined as always by the department spokesperson, Chris Gouts. Chris, you know, it's a, it's a very festive time of year right now. Yeah, it is. It is the season. Yeah, you have, a, you have some blinking, you have a blinking necklace light on as I see you on Teams. Very, very Christmassy. Uh, I don't I like see it. you at all on Teams, which is the way I like it. So, <laughs> which is the way I just both got what we want. You prefer that way, right? Um, but no, but seriously, it, it is it is the holiday season, and I, and I know this year has been rather different and rather tough for for many people, you know, not only across the country but across the world. And we continue to have staff who are, you know, really doing an amazing job. You know, still working. You have corrections officers inside facilities still, you know, busting their butts and doing a great job. And I know it's you know it's super difficult in there right now. You have Probation and parole agents who are, you know, even though they're detailed outside their offices and detailed at home, they're still outside the communities working every single day, supervising offenders in the community. It's been a challenging year, to say the least, right? And I know, you know, when, when we left the offices in March, for the most part, I, I know CFA still continued their normal businesses, but a lot of the department left their offices and were detailed to home. And I, and I know we missed a lot of opportunity, you know, to do some normal things that we usually do. And one of those things, Chris, is the employee appreciation banquet, right? That, that is, that's held in May and it's a wonderful event to recognize some really awesome top-notch staff. And, and we didn't get a chance to do that this year, Chris. Kind of stinks. Yeah, I, I always look forward to that. I love, uh, you know, celebrate staff, applaud them. And uh, yeah, it was really unfortunate uh, that we couldn't do that this year. So it, there's so many things that we missed out on this year uh, as ways to thank staff. Just being able to just, you know, just get out and go to offices and go to go to facilities and, and walk and talk and, and, and meet with people you know, in, in everyday life. But, but really, you know, that's some of the best parts of, of all of our jobs is to be able to go out and, and see what our staff are doing and, and thank them. And then when, when at least in my role, when I'm out talking to reporters, praising our staff and lifting them up and sort of and bragging on them, talking about how you know great our, our employees are to, uh, to any reporter that'll listen. Um, and that's been especially true uh, during COVID. So that's what we, that's what kind of what we're here today uh, to do, to uh, have a kind of a, not a really a, not our own awards banquet, but uh, we did want to uh, at least give a chance for one of the individuals today who would have been able to, to give a speech at the banquet uh, to be able to do so on the podcast today. Yeah, that's right. And you know, Krista Blankenberg was going to host, was going to MC the banquet. So I, I don't know if you want to play, if you want to play her role in, in this and kind of, uh, you know, oh, we've be, all be been the, the host. Be, be the MC to be the MC to this uh, to this <laughs> interview. But uh, you're right. We're taking the opportunity to to this on this episode to recognize the parole probation agent of the year, and we and you all know that it's um, it's known as the Candace Dunn. Parole Probation Agent of the Year for the late, great Candace uh, Dunn, who received this award and then tragically passed away um, on her way home from the banquet. But, you know, and I know Agent uh, Agent Ahmed Bazzi is, was the Agent of the Year who came out of, who works in the office where Candace used to work in Pontiac. So I know this week we're going to we're gonna highlight the Candace Dunn Parole Probation Agent of the Year, um, Ahmed Bazzi. And then next week, we're going to highlight the Corrections Officer of the Year and uh, kind of give them their, uh, their time to shine because they didn't get it in May. So... I'm really looking forward to this. I hope people enjoy. You know, we wish we could have been able to, to be in person and and see them back in May. Uh, give these uh, speeches and and be. But this at least this way, you know, we get to ask some, ask them some questions and uh, and just kind of hear from them exactly. You know, what what this role means to them, uh, what what their job means to them, and what this award uh, means to them as well. That's right. So um, happy holidays to everyone out there. Thank you again, 
thank you, thank you, thank you for all of our staff who are working their tails off right now. And for all the MDOC staff who are working during the holidays, we appreciate it. We hope everybody has a safe, wonderful holiday season. And, and Absolutely. Merry Christmas. Chris, we have a, a wonderful guest today. And for obvious reasons, I'm super excited to have our guest on today. What do you think? I can guess why you're, why you're excited about today's guest, as am I, but more, more, more so you. So today's guest that we have on, uh, we have, actually have a couple guests. One being the person that nominated the Asia of the Year, and that is Heather Wayne. She supervises the Oakland County Probation Office over there in Pontiac. And the, our, our highlighted guest, I would say, is the Candace Dunn Parole Probation Agent of the Year. And I am excited to, um, I'm sure everybody knows who it is, but if you don't, it's Ahmed Bazi. He, he is an agent over in that office, in the Oakland County Probation Office. Super excited to talk about about you, Agent Bazzi, and, and, and some of the things that you have done in your nomination and to win the this really prestigious award of Agent of the Year. So welcome to Field Day's podcast, guys. We appreciate it. Greg, Chris, thanks thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, and Heather, welcome to Field Day's. We, we appreciate you stopping by, too. Thanks for having me, guys. So, Agent Bazzi, talk about you for a second. Talk about you know what, what you've done in your career, kind of how long you've been with the department and what you're doing right now. I've been with the department for just over seven years now. Started out with the department in March of 2013 as a corrections officer. My journey with the department began at Parnell Correctional Facility in Jackson. Spent about a, a year and a half at Parnell. After Parnell, I transferred to the Detroit Detention Center. Took on an acting sergeant gig that I that I spent a year doing, which took me into August of 2016 when I made it to the Pontiac Probation Office, and I've been there since. So you've been around the department for a while in, in a lot of different positions. So two-part question here. One, what made you want to be a corrections officer or, or join the Department of Corrections in that way? And two, what made you want to jump from, from being an officer into being a, a field agent? I've always had the drive to help to help others and, and, and bring out the, the best in others. My mindset was always on, on law enforcement, you know, thinking the, the police officer route. And corrections was like, I never, never really gave it a thought. I didn't know much about the department. You know, I crossed paths with an agent. You know, we got to talking. He started asking me, you know, what I was up to and what I was doing and is what my career goals were. Mentioned the Department of Corrections. Thought that would be uh, something to look into. And so what made you kind of uh, want to switch, I guess, switch roles and, and go to the, uh, the the field agent role? You know, working inside the prison, especially I, I was at Parnell. So basically everybody at Parnell had an out date. They, they were going to be in the community someday. I began thinking, what can I do to, one, you know, help out while, while I'm in the prison, prepare, you know, individuals that are going to be paroled, that are going to be released. And, and two, is there anything I could do help people in the community not to reoffend, to, to return to prison? Yeah. And, you know, and Heather, I kind of want to bring you in here, too, because you're the one that nominated him. You know, I want you to talk about what you see in him as an agent, what qualities he has that made you want to nominate him. I knew that from the very beginning when I started supervising him that he was going to go far. In fact, I sat in and took part in the interview process, and he really impressed me and as well as the panel. Just very driven, uh, incredibly organized, very proactive. He's a leader. He's incredibly humble. He's a coach. A coach not only for the population that he supervises, as well as for coworkers. Any opportunity 
to better himself that would put him in a better position to help the population that he supervises, he takes advantage of. He's been with the adult treatment court for a couple years now, and he just continues to excel. He sees things and is very proactive in addressing things that would otherwise be an issue or an obstacle for maybe the adult treatment court team or the population that he supervises. And he really steps in and has a conversation so that we can be very proactive in our approach. So just so many things. I mean, my goodness, he was involved in carry guides. We had what was called a wildly important goal for uh, the team, and that was to increase the uh, population, the employment rate for everyone, for the caseload that they supervise. He really stepped up and he led that. He had 83% employment rate, which was incredible, especially considering the population that he supervises. To me, that speaks volumes about him. He took part in and is participating in the very first motivational interviewing coaching group that was at the Pontiac Probation Office. He excels in that. He utilizes all of those tools and resources to develop rapport and express empathy and encourage and motivate the offenders and the population that he supervises. And he just really has a unique ability to bring out the best in people. And again, it's not only those that he supervises, it's um, his coworkers, it's the leaders in the department. I mean, he's just really amazing. He's always involved in all of the give back that we do, um, including the breast cancer walk, the mad walk that of course is very near and dear to our hearts. He does things like think outside of the box on how to tackle obstacles that we're presented with now during the pandemic, such as developing a way to get individuals um, drug and alcohol tested at a safe social distance when all the drug testing facilities were closed. And how do we do that? And how do we maintain organization of that? So he came up with a whole process to do that. He is one of the most amazing individuals that I've ever met that works for the department. So I can go on and on. Obviously, there were three instances that stood out to me that I mentioned in the nomination. But one of the most moving moments was when an individual graduated and from the adult treatment court, which is an amazing moment. And if you've never had an opportunity to go, I invite anyone to please join and and go to an adult treatment court graduation. It's it's incredibly moving. The agents uh, will give a speech and they will speak to, you know, the story of the participant and Bazzi gave an example of an individual who was graduating, gave a speech, and basically went on and told the individual that he not only, um, Bazzi had an incredible positive effect on him, but that um, participant also impacted Bazzi because Bazzi was at a crossroads at that point, and he really wanted to um, maybe you know, move on from adult treatment court um, because he wasn't really sure it worked. As I think oftentimes we we get to that point with the job that we do, it's difficult. And Bazzi spent the better part of a Friday afternoon that he was off on leave and spoke to this individual, the adult treatment court team, and made sure that he was in a positive place. The guy um, stayed in the treatment facility he was in. He had relapsed. And, you know, fast forward two years later, the guy graduated. Bazzi really gave him credit and told him, like, look, you had as much of an impact on me as I had on you. And I thought that was incredibly awesome that um, Bazzi let the participant know that. 
That's a, that's a great point because I was going to bring that up. I I, I read that. I, I've highlighted that to to talk with Agent Bazzi about. Is we talk about this on the podcast a million times. Um, I'm sure people have forgot because we've been off forever. But you know, this whole coaches versus referee thing, and, and and our staff being more of a coach than a referee. Referees just wait for people to kind of screw up, throw a flag, and say 15 yard penalty, go back. They have no interest in making anybody better. They're just there to, to do the rules of the game, right? To make sure people are following the rules. You know, FOA is looking to move more towards a coaching model of. You know, we want to develop people to be better. We can hold them accountable. Our coaches will sit you down or pull you out of the game or, you know, you, you sit in the quarter. But, but the goal is to make you better and, be, and, and to grow as a, an individual and develop individuals. So it sounds to me like, <laughs> Agent Baz, you, you, you fit the mold of a coach, right? So talk about why, I mean, why do you follow this, this model? Heather said that you were, <laughs> you were actually on leave. You were on vacation when you took this call and spent hours um, dealing with this person because they relapsed and they weren't going to stay in treatment. They're telling you, I'm leaving. I'm not going to stay here. You know, some would say, well, that's your choice. I, I'm on leave. Deal with it. I'll, I'll deal with you when I, when I get back. And good luck. First off, thank, thank you, Heather, for, for your kind words. We expect, you know, individuals to, to change, right? So if we, you know, go back and do things that the, the way we've done in the past where, okay, good luck. You know, it's your choice. We'll deal with it when we get off. How do we expect that individual to, to change? And, and I've mentioned this in the past. The, the work I, this isn't just a job. I mean, this is this is what I love to do. And this this uh, this is a case that you know will stay with me forever. You know, without the adult treatment court, or without an alternative to incarceration, would be incarcerated. So, and going back to working inside, how can I help individuals on, on, in the community, and what can I do in the community to you know ensure that um, an individual never makes it to prison or, or doesn't go back to prison. And that's the mindset, you know, I've had, and, and that's what I've continued to do. It's, I have to be invested, show the um, the individual that I'm all in. Somebody reaches out, they want to be honest, and then we're not there to help. It's What's the point? That's good, Agent. No, I appreciate that answer. And I think that speaks to exactly why we're talking to you today as Agent of the Year, because of, of that, that exact thing. You just have that, that spirit and that, that wants to help, um, and that's... I don't think it's. Uh, I don't want to say it's unique because we do have a lot of uh, staff who I think feel that way. But but it's great to see uh, you and, and all the things you've been able to do with it uh, and all the good that you've done. And, and you know, just given the fact that you know you've been an agent for about three and a half years, uh, just maybe a little over three and a half years, uh, and you're already agent of the year. I mean, Greg. I mean, how many years did it take you uh, to become agent of the year? Um, Always well, about Chris when I yeah, yeah, when I was an agent, they, they didn't have agent of the year. That's oh yeah, that's right. It's not a fair fight. You've done great. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, that, that, I mean, that has to be a record, and I think exactly why that, that this is exactly why uh, we're we're talking to you today after just three and a half years as an agent. But but Heather brought this up, and there's something I wanted to ask you about was your 83% employment rate. That's truly amazing, and and I was wondering, you know, what advice you might have for other agents around the state if you uh, care to share your secrets uh, of, of how how you approach that and, and how you talk to those on, on, under your supervision about employment and, and the kind of things that you do maybe above and beyond uh, to try to make sure that they go out and find jobs and, and, and retain them. Uh, department as a whole, you know, we, we had the, the wildly important goal in, in our office and, and everybody had a role, you know, clerical staff would um, post the hot jobs or, you know, the emails with, with jobs. It's really everybody play, plays a role. You know, it's it's gathering all these resources and, and um, making sure that, you know, the, the individuals that, that you're supervising are aware of 
the information, aware of the resources. You know, you'll have individuals, hey, I, you know, I don't even have a resume. I don't even know where to start. And it's it's good to be able to, okay, hold on here. You know, here's a, a resume building um, uh, program that you can contact and they'll help you with your resume and be, being aware of the, the resources that are available, individuals. So really, I think it's everybody's playing a role. My my thing is just being aware of, of all the resources, the the interview um, programs, that the prep, the the interview. Where, where an individual could go. I don't even have you know a, a button up shirt or, or a tie, and and I can pull something out and be like, okay, he'll, well here here's where you can go, you know, and, and being aware of basically the, the the resources that and and the jobs that that are available, the the felony friendly the employers. Being aware of the, the jobs that are available, the, the programs to, to prepare individuals for interviews and, and sharing that information with the um, individuals we supervise. You know, before you were named uh, Agent of the Year, you were already kind of on uh, a lot of people's radar as a really uh, great and up-and-coming agent, uh, so much so that um, Director Washington actually invited you, uh, one of her few select guests, to come with her to uh, the governor's residence to get to meet uh, Governor Whitmer last year. And I was just wondering, you know, what that experience was like, and, and, uh, and tell us a little bit about that. I mean, it was, uh, it, it was great to be recognized to, to be able to to be be invited to to something like that you know as one of the state employees that that was that was something to to remember you know i was, i got to meet other uh m d o c employees you know and to to be a part of something like that and and to have that opportunity to to go meet other state employees to meet other and DLC employees to have basically just a, a conversation with with the director. I, I recall we were taking a um, a group photo, and then before I knew it, the, the governor was right there behind us, like, "Hey, uh, ready for my picture?" And I'm like, ooh, ooh, ooh. It, "It was it was something." Very cool. So, so I, I Chris, guess, uh, hang on, Chris. Before you ask, I know because they're going to ask. No, I have not been invited to that either. So he's got me there too. So uh, <laughs> that, that that answers your question. Don't even ask it. Go ahead. All right. So I've got, I'm sure Greg might have another question too, but I've got one last one for you. It's, that's the toughest one that I'm going to ask you. So get ready. You know, I follow you on Twitter, like, uh, like many others do. Uh, and if you don't, you should, you should go, uh, and follow, uh, agent Bazzi on Twitter. Uh, but I was going through your, uh, your tweets and your history there. And so I've got to ask you, what made you a saints fan? Why aren't you a suffering lions fan? Like <laughs> Drew Brees, I followed Drew Brees through, through college and then through his NFL, um, career. And then, I fell in love with the team. Did you see the video of me at the game last year where you grabbed my phone and took a picture? Because that was pretty cool. Well, I was yeah. going to say once again, Agent Baz, you make you make good choices. Um, <laughs> that's a much that's a much better choice than being a struggling, uh, suffering Lions fan forever. So, so yes, this has been um, this has been fun, and I want to end with just one last question. Um, you, you've talked a lot about kind of what drives you, what makes you the agent that you are, and really not even the agent that you are. It's really just the person that you are, right? Like you, you do this not because you're an agent. It's because it's, it's just the person that you are. You want to help people. You said you got in this business because you want to help people, which is great. And it speaks to who you are and why you were nominated and won this really, really awesome award. This award being named the Candace Dunn Pro Information Agent of the Year Award has to mean something to you. And I know it means something to Heather. You know, Heather nominated Candace and she won and she came to the employee banquet and gave uh, an amazing, an amazing speech. I don't know if you, were, if, you, if you ever heard it, but I actually hosted the banquet that year, and I literally walked up after she got on the speech, and I said, that was a drop-the-mic moment. And, and you know, the, then after the banquet, she was tragically killed by a drunk driver on the way home, which is why now it's called the Candace Dunn Pro Probation Agent of the Year Award. You know, t- tell, tell everybody what it means to be the Candace Dunn Pro Probation Agent of the Year this year. Candace was the, the first, I don't know if I've ever shared this, this story with Heather, but Candace was the first person that I 
my first, the first coworker I met out of the, the Pontiac probation office, my hire date was actually the first day of training. So I didn't actually stop in at the Pontiac probation office. And Candace was actually one of the trainers that day. And Candace came over and introduced herself and introduced myself. And that, that was my first interaction with anybody at, at the Pontiac probation office. And, and you know, making it to, to the office and working with, with other agents, working, you know, with Candace. She, I mean, I sat in with, with her on her report days and, and just the all around, I mean, terrific, terrific person, you know, that, that really cared, really, really wanted the, the best for the individual she supervised. Walking past her office, she, she was always, always, you know, smiling, saying hi, you know, asking, always wanted to, to help out, to be named the Candace Dunn Agent of the Year. You know, I, I don't even know where to, where to begin. And Chris, here's the thing about all of this is, uh, I, I, don't, I don't think it's a coincidence that, that Pontiac Probation has had two Agents of the Year in the last, you know, few years. It's directly attributed to Heather, who's on this call, and her leadership and development of staff. Uh, I, I don't, it's not, it's not by chance. It's not luck. It's Heather in the way that she leads. And so huge congrats to you, Heather, too, for what you do. And if you want to say anything else on that topic, please feel free to jump in here if you want to talk. You know, Heather interviewed me and, I, you know, I, I made it to the Pontiac Probation Office. I, I didn't start off on her staff. I joined her staff a year after I, I got there. But, um, I mean, Heather is just wh where to begin. I mean, she's awesome. You know, she wants the best for her agents. She's always available. She She's an amazing uh, leader. She's inspiring. This is the way she, she leads by example. You know, she, she wants the best for, for her agents or her staff, you know, the entire office. You know, this year it has been hard for, for everybody, right? You know, with everything that's going on and working from home. And, and Heather did a fantastic job at keeping her, her staff informed, being available, sharing information as it comes, reaching out to, to agents to, you know, hey, what can I help you with or what's going on or just reaching out to just to catch up, just to say hello. I appreciate well, you, Heather. I thank you. I can't thank you enough for everything that you do. Listen, you guys, we, we, we can't thank both of you enough for taking time just to talk about why you do what you do. And I, and I think, you know, Heather hit, uh, hit it right, hit the nail on the head when, you know, she talked about why she nominated you and, and, the, and the, the things that you do that make you Agent of the Year. I, I think the director picked the perfect person this year. I, I think you um, exemplify who, who the Candace Dunn Parole Probation Agent of the Year person should be so I, I know chris thinks he he coined the phrase but what you do matters it does matter and it's clear that what you do matters because you can look at all of the people that have graduated from the adult treatment court a large part of what they attributed to is you so thank you so much for what you do heather we, we we can't thank you enough for for creating this pool of awesome agents down there in in, in pontiac probation it, it, it's, it's great to talk to you we appreciate it um, chris anything else that we forgot no, I think that was great. I really appreciate uh, you guys both being on, and congratulations again to uh, Agent Bazzi. All right, as always, thank you for listening. We'd love it if you would help us spread the word about the podcast. You can do that by subscribing to the show on iTunes and leave us a review. You can always follow the department on Facebook at MI Corrections and on Twitter at Michigan DOC, as well as the FOA account at MDOC FOA and the CFA account at MDOC CFA. And you can send any questions you have to the show using the hashtag AskFieldDays. Until next time, thanks for tuning in to Field Days Podcast.